0: Describing Scientology is no easy undertaking for anyone. There are plenty of people, many of whom are smarter than I am and have more formal education, who have worked to define and examine the church and the sway it holds over its members. This book, written from my heart and based on personal knowledge, is my attempt to portray my experience within Scientology and the repercussions I endured as a result. So while I may not be able to say in a few brief sentences why I became involved in Scientology and remained a member for decades, I can tell you that whether you were raised in the organization or came to it after falling out with your own religion, traditions, or family, the central tenet of Scientology, as stated by its founder, L. Ron Hubbard, L.R.H., is incredibly alluring. Scientology offers a clearly laid out scientific process that helps you to overcome your limitations, and realize your full potential for greatness. It is presented as a well-defined path to achieving total spiritual freedom and enlightenment and a full understanding of yourself and others. L.R.H. wrote that the aims of Scientology are a civilization without insanity, without criminals, and without war, where the able can prosper and honest beings can have rights, and where man is free to rise to greater heights. He went on to state... What is true for you is what you have observed yourself. And when you lose that, you have lost everything. As well as, don't take my word that Scientology works or doesn't work. Use it and see for yourself. Take what works and throw away the rest. I, along with many others, found these approaches to be hugely empowering. I was taken with the idea that a deep, systematic, and straightforward wisdom on how to live the best life for myself and the planet could be presented before me in a direct, tangible, and comprehensive way. Through rigorous study and regular counseling, called auditing in Scientology, I could work toward the ultimate goal of going clear, meaning I would no longer be affected by the part of my mind ruled by pain and irrationality. This promise of a higher living and way of thinking drew me in, along with thousands of others who were looking for an alternative to therapy or more traditional self-help. I, like many current Scientologists, was a second-generation practitioner, meaning you were either born into Scientology or brought in by your parents as a child. When you are raised in the church, your whole life, each and every day, becomes all about the church, unlike members of other churches or synagogues who attend Sunday Mass or Shabbat dinner once a week. As a Scientologist, you are expected to spend a minimum of two and a half hours a day every day, seven days a week, at church, studying, and or in counseling. The same goes for your family, friends, and business associates. It's no wonder the indoctrination quickly sets up an us-against-them mentality. To leave, to question it, would mean leaving anything and everything you have ever known. And because you were raised in the church, your world consists almost exclusively of Scientologists. For those who are not born into the church or brought in as children, the attraction to join is most definitely there. Imagine you're struggling in your life, in your career, or you're maybe an actor with little or no fame. You walk into a Scientology church or a celebrity center, a Scientology church that caters specifically to artists, having been enticed by an ad you write in a magazine about improving your life or career. You're impressed with the beautiful building and the welcoming people there. They offer you food, listen to what you have to say. Maybe you talk about how your parents are not supportive of your endeavors and they respond. Wow, that's not cool. You can achieve your goals in life. Maybe you need to step away from your parents' negativity for a bit and do a course here that will help you to reach your goals. You feel vindicated. This person understands me. He or she is my ally. This group believes in me. In the real world, you may feel like you were nothing, but here, you're treated with respect. The other aspect of Scientology that draws people in is the recognition the Church bestows on its members for their donations. Let's say you're a successful business person. Where else would you be pulled up on stage with crowds cheering and admiration for the millions you have donated? You are doted on by the church at this level, recognized and made to feel special. Very enticing. Or what if you're someone who earns $45,000 a year? You're now going to be celebrated and acknowledged for your $2,000 contribution. Even if you have no money, the church will find a way for you to borrow it. With a framed certificate and calligraphy certifying your donation. This, in turn, again, makes you feel special. You believe you're doing great things for not only yourself, but for all of mankind. This type of celebration and recognition works on members of all levels. During my 30-plus years in Scientology, I spent close to $2 million for services and training and donated roughly $3 million to church causes. Most members, regardless of their income, over a lifetime in the church, spend upwards of $500,000 to get to the highest levels, which often takes more than 20 years. During this time, they are required to purchase roughly 300 books, 3,000 lectures, and 100 courses. Scientologists funnel their hard work, money, and emotional capital right back into the church, often to the detriment of their own lives. They may sacrifice relationships with family members, contact with friends, and their life savings to move up through the assigned spiritual levels that are dictated by the church's principles. They do this because they're indoctrinated with the belief that Scientology has the answers not only to their own ills, but to the ills of all humankind."